Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's not cool to say Jews are weak. Have a little compassion. Oh, we're on? Hey, uh, welcome <laughs> to another episode of Two Bears, One K. I really said that. <laughs> you really did? Well, it's because Nadav's from Israel. We were joking. I don't think all Jews are weak. I think Nadav's weak. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of, you said he's one of the sneaky ones that survived. <laughs> no, not him. Yes, you did. No. Oh, fuck. You said the sneaky one survived. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you? Where are we gonna do with that? This is the only podcast that starts off zero to a hundred every fucking time. Hey, Amen. Every fucking time. You're the throttle, dude. I'm, I'm just, the throttle. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, the clutch? And we'll gears. Ah, welcome to Two Bears One Cave. He's Bert. I'm Tom. He's got a special that is currently trending in the top ten in the U.S. on Netflix. Please watch his special ball hog, and then you will see underneath when you're done. You may also like <laughs> yes. secrets. Uh, hey, big boy, hey, my big boy. special. Yeah, yeah. My special. Hey, big boy was streaming last week, and it got bumped off by some fucking fat fuck. They're like, "There's not two. There's not room enough." To on be here. fair, it's not top ten. It's top five. It's top so... five. <laughs> Mine was top ten. No, uh, top ten. Top ten. Uh, no, it is. Uh, go ahead, please watch our specials. Yeah, please watch our specials. Watch our new ones, and then watch our back catalog. Yeah. Don't forget, there's other specials. And then do this, and obviously if you're a fan of the show, word of mouth is a huge fucking thing. Do me a favor. Do me a solid favor. Text your friends. You know in those group ch chats you got your, your cool friends? Text your friends where you got the guys who party at 5 o'clock and text, start texting the fucking pictures of wood with the big dick. Yeah. Text them and say, hey, check out Burton and Tom's special. So That'll mean a lot Are for you us. blown away that I got in touch with his family? I'm sorry. I did not know that. Yeah. So I want to know everything, I, everything. Yeah. I want to know everything about this man. Okay. And, and end with how he died. Okay. So I, um, he grew up, I'm going to like, I want to, I want to, oh, this is a perfect time to do this. <laughs> so we got this email this week, Tom, I need some help. I have created a monster. I started a drinking game called Bertus Interruptus. We watch any Bert podcast and take a drink anytime he does the following. For one drink, <laughs> this, this is one drink. Number one, if he interrupts anyone. Number two, oh, a lot. we have a drink anytime he touches his face, nose, ears, or ears. <laughs> 
Number three, asks a question, then changes the subject to a story about himself. <laughs> number four, any mispronunciation. And number five, any utterance of Mickey Mantle. <laughs> First of all. The next tier is two drinks. Anytime he tells a story, only to interrupt himself, and then tells another story and forgets the first story. <laughs> Also, we have two drinks anytime he answers a question with a story that has nothing to do with the question. <laughs> Who is this guy? He watched a lot of my shit. <laughs> he goes, we also have two drinks anytime he touches his toes or smells his fingers. We got so fucking hammered. I may have to rethink the rules. Any suggestions? Patent pending. Roger. Oh, Roger, you are a fucking genius. Wow. God, man, I touch my toes. You know what another thing I do a lot is? Uh, and you'll see it. I grab my fingers a lot like this. These are things I notice. And if you watch me on Rogan, I am constantly playing with the cord. Mm -hmm. I am constantly tangling and untangling the cord. Just to point out, in the last 15 seconds, that's like six drinks. Oh, yeah. Uh, based on those rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wait, tell me everything. I would have guessed. <laughs> let's, not, let's cough away from I each know. other. Wow. We should put a panel right here. We should. That would be like, and no one could see it, could you, Nadav? A panel in between like, us? Yeah, <laughs> just, like a big, a big like like a like a like a like a panel. Oh yeah, no, no one can see that. Yeah, like like they do like they do when you when you when you uh, tame tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever? You get ready, Roger. Have you ever seen how they do that? So one time I was when I was working for FX, you were working with tigers, and what they do is. <laughs> Yeah, they get the panel right here. It's like it's like crystal clear, uh -huh. but it's it's a it's like a huge thick thing the tiger can't get through. Yeah, and so you it looks like you're right. They did it for uh for when they did the tiger work in Hangover. That's how they do it. So we should get like one of those clear panels. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. How did you know that they did that in the Hangover? I'm just guessing. Oh, <laughs> I just guessed. It's, it seems that should be another category for drinking uh, on a Burt podcast. Is anytime, I, anytime I give you information that is not actually entirely true. Yeah. Sam Cook got killed while raping a woman. <clears throat> I'm not sure that's accurate. <laughs> My dad told me that when I was a kid. Listening to Sam Cook. Yeah. We were driving down the street listening to uh, the, the uh, uh, God No Is Chemistry. You know that song? Yeah. God of Biology. And then my dad goes, uh, you know, this man was killed raping a woman in a hotel. And I went, I was like 10. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, hell of a way to go. Pants down. Shot him. So, wow. So then cut to, I'm in college, and they're talking about Sam Cooke, and the Rolling Stone article guy is next to me. <laughs> and we're in an English class. Someone's bringing up Sam Cooke. I go, a uh, little footnote about Sam Cooke, killed raping a woman in a hotel, pants around his feet. Hell of a way to go. And the, the Rolling Stone guy goes, the fuck? I go, I'm actually not sure if that's true. <laughs> Are we playing the game yet? Um, Let's go back to Wood. Let's go back to oh, Wood. You, you did remember Wood. Okay. Yeah, I want to go back to Wood. I want to talk about Wood. His name's Wood. So if you don't know... Well, 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 well yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the name. That's his stage name. What's his real name? Hold on, hold on. Let me guess. It's got to be Anthony, Joseph, or Robert. No, it's, a, it's an unusual name. Uh-oh. It's Wardy. Wardy? Yeah, W-A-R-D-Y. Short for Warden? I don't know. Wardy Joe Burr the Third. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, he was born in he was born in uh Ohio, Alabama, Mississippi. 
Uh, well, he lived in Northern <clears throat> California. Oh, so. that is not at all what I thought. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> straight? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. So, did you tell this on Rogan's podcast? I told a, a bit of it, but I mean, then take your time with it. Yeah. Let's ex- and then clip this out. And this is go- this is one of the most. This guy, I had a bit about him when I was doing my new hour. That's now going to be scrapped because I got all you. I talk- don't think it's going to be scrapped. I Here's th- why: by the end of this, when the road, when everyone's back on the road, like everyone has seen or heard uh, about him, seen these texts. Like, oh yeah, it's going to resonate more, man. Christina was the first person to send that text. To you. Literally, yeah. the first, one of the first gr- gr- group of people to get that text out. It was sent to her by Josh Adam Myers. He's been at the forefront of this for, he's yeah. been relentless. Josh Adam Myers has been sending me uh, texts with this every day. Oh. Um, new ones, like the, all the new ones. The Keurig are, one? He does all of them, man. The Statue of Liberty, the, you see the video one where they put the, the soccer, they were watching us like a World Cup match and yeah. then they, Put the Trump talking about this is a big package. It's a unique package, and then it cuts unique the, package. Yeah, and the audience is like, ah. so so wait. So Christina sent it to Leanne. We talked about this on this podcast. Yeah, and it was a murderous bit on stage. But not everyone knew who he was. Right, and it's so I didn't do a visual. But I think it'll change. You're right. It's going to change. So so, and, and the great thing is, what you have to do when you tell it when you go back is not explain too much who he is because. So many people will know yeah. that it's like it'll it's be able to get fun. me there quicker. Yes. I think, yeah, and yeah. I, I think I'll be able to do the the punches. So, so we all started. To get, if you have, if if you are somebody who's not aware, people have been sending. I'm sure you know texts to each other. I did talk to, I did talk to a, a reporter the other day who I was telling the story to, and I was like, because you know those those texts were like the big black guy with his huge cocks, and she goes, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> and I go, everyone's getting them. She goes, I have not. certain people yeah. do not text like that. Yeah, I go well. The whole thing is that it's a it's always supposed to be a misdirect, right? That's how it started. It Trump started, tested positive for HI or for uh, coronavirus. Yeah, and then you you sent that to me. Yeah, and I clicked oh. it, and then it's the it's wood. It's a yeah, and it's basically it's um, you know you, you misdirect by sending information, and there's a hidden link, and when you hit the link, instead of reading whatever article, you see a really big black dude sitting on the edge of a bed with a really two seventy black cock with a fucking hammer yeah like i mean it's a fucking anaconda it's it's georgia like, showed it to the kids on her softball team and yeah. they were like we need to get one of those for the on deck circle yeah <laughs> it's like and you imagine that that would just absolutely oh. damage you but so uncircumcised by the way yeah it's really something so anyways we keep getting those texts every day it's like a, almost something i look forward to like what, oh yeah how will it be disguised you know i mean there's like did you see the new rams logo they did it with, they did it with the new Rams logo. <laughs> I saw them on Mount Rushmore, the Statue of Liberty. Oh, uh, there's brilliant. one where a, a, a kid is like in somewhere in Asia and is like on a chalkboard and they're drawing him instead of like like they they superimpose that. You know, just all this great Photoshop stuff. Anyway, I was curious, like, who is this dude? Like, yeah. Why don't we? Open? And I was trying to find him and I couldn't find anything. And then, obviously, enough people got curious, started to be like articles written about him. And then I saw that TMZ posted an article and they're like, uh, sad news, that guy and all those texts you're getting has died. And they interviewed the photographer who took that photo. So the photographer who took that photo, a guy named Walter, was like, oh, you know, he, he didn't know about it until the interviewer for TMZ told him. 
he was like, well, I'm sad that, you know, his image is being used that way. Like, he was kind of, you know, serious about it. Oh, and then, uh, hold on. Put a pin in that. Yeah. His intended use was to... For doozies to jack off to it? Yeah. What that, a fucking cunt. No, he was he was a nice God guy. forbid this takes some light out of a really serious subject. I I'm think, sad this is being used that way. I intended this for like dudes really into black men <laughs> with big dicks to jack off to. I mean, that was my intended use. Fucking jackass. Well, I think he just didn't. He he interpreted the information as this guy who's no longer with us is being. I think he perceived it as being made a mockery of. You know, not at all. Yeah, well, I think anyone that saw that dick was like. Fucking all praise uh, Allah. Well, yeah. I When Jesus. I saw that, I mean, it really makes you feel. Dude, you'll never forget that guy's face for as long as you live. No, no, no. Shout out to the photographer. It's an amazing picture. And if anybody told you in your life that you have a big dick, you don't. That's what you learn when you look at that photo, you know? Hey, by the way. Yeah. I am definitely recreating that picture. Yeah. With my real dick. Yeah. And putting it out on April Fool's. Oh, you should. And just my real dick. Sit on the edge of the bed. So, anyways, I see this. I see this article, and it says, "Oh, these pe- people are selling merch with his image on it." Oh, I saw that like bar stool, yeah, bro be- Bible, so, the uh, chive. No, I mean those aren't the exact ones, but yeah, yeah. So I see that article, and it said he goes, you know, he go, he's the he owns the image. That's one thing that for sure he owns that image. He goes, so technically everybody basically owes him a licensing fee. Yeah, once again, cool guy, yeah. as opposed to Wood, who should own the image. Cool guy photographer owns, but no, all image. photographers would all. all- not yet. You can buy them back. And you can buy them back. Photographers can be absolute fucking cunts at times. They can. I've met they a can few. can be total fucking cunts. And then there's cool ones. And then there's cool ones. Like Troy Conrad. So Like Troy Conrad. Yeah. Every time he takes a picture, hits you up. Here you yeah. go, man. Yeah. And no, if you pay him to, to go out on the road with him, those are yours now. Use yeah. them as much he's as you great. want. He's great. Troy Conrad's fucking awesome. So anyways, the guy goes um, in the article. He says, everyone's selling this merch. He goes, I just wish that they would share some of the proceeds with the family. That's cool. Right? That's so, cool as opposed to him trying to fucking go, hey, these are my, this is my money. Yes, exactly. I would probably do. Right. So I would definitely. By the way, I just talked a lot of shit about photographers. I do everything they did. Yeah. Like I would be like, that's my photo. I own that. How about the money comes to me? Okay. Of course. Yeah. I can't help it. That's actual business. So I, I read the article and I go, Okay, here's I go. This guy's made me laugh so much. And oh my I, god, yeah. I go. I'm gonna create merch. I have a merch business, um, and I'm gonna find his family and give them the the profit. Oh, dude. So I immediately I call my my shirt guy and I go put his face on it. And I was just trying to think of a a phrase that like what what would be the thing because you can't go like hardcore with the phrase, you know. You, and I go, oh, I know what it should be. Wash your hands, right? Because that's, that's the theme. That's great. So we threw up a um, a shirt. Called wash your hands with his face on it. We should. It's it's very simple. Um, Jesus, Madad. I know he's his weak fingers. There it is. That's great, right? That's so, awesome. It looks like Michael Jordan, but it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> looks like crying Jordan. It great. does not look <laughs> like, like Michael. Crying. From here, it does. <laughs> and who the fuck's your model? Jesus Christ! They work at the fucking sweatshop. Jesus. So anyways, I um, you reach out to the family. Well, here's the thing. I put I, I want to get that out there. I put it up. It starts selling. He calls me. He's like, this thing is on fire. Really? He's like, people are selling are buying this shit crazy right now. I go, great. 
I go, I need, I need to find the, so I reached out to TMZ myself, like on their website, nothing, nobody ever gets back to me. It's been like five days. They don't, they never got back to me. Yeah. So I call my manager and I go, TMZ is kind of like ISIS. Yeah. They've got these splinter cells that don't really yeah, connect like, with the other ones, but they're all got the same. Well, I realized I wasn't giving them a tip. I was like, can you help me find someone? And they were like, <laughs> nope. So uh, anyways, my manager got the photographer's number like immediately. Nice. So I got in touch with him. Was he cool? He was super cool. Yeah, and then okay. I, I told him what I was okay. doing. Uh, he didn't mention it, but I Sounds think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> he didn't bring it up. He didn't bring it up. I mean, oh, hold on one second. I was just getting done talking this guy. He was like, my <laughs> cock was throbbing so hard during this photo shoot. I was like, eh, probably. So he ended up giving me. By the way, shout contact. out to that photographer. Where is he in San Francisco? Yeah. Hey, uh, wow, that was a stab in the dark. Yeah. Hey, uh, I will totally do that exact same photo shoot with you. Just hit me up. I'm sure he's dying to do it. <laughs> so he takes pictures of like muscle bears with huge cocks. Okay. So, and there's a difference because. <laughs> so I get in touch with this lady that I find her and I go I, I, via on, online, right? I didn't have her number. I just, I message her. And um, I go, hey, so this is what's going on. I got your information from this photographer. And she tells me, she goes, it has been an overwhelming day. I didn't know about that photo thing till today. So she's like, I didn't even know that that's how people are texting each other. And I was like, oh, shit. And you know, she tells me, she's like. That would have been great if you were the one that to tell her. You're like, hey, I got your number from this photographer. She's like, and? She's and. like, your brother? And she's like, yeah, he's passed. And? Yeah. And you're like, well, he had a big dick. She's like, I didn't know that. And you're like, well, <laughs> boy, do I have a story to tell you. <laughs> no, she was actually, she was super Let me, sweet. What's your number? Let me text you a link to the <laughs> She goes, uh, she goes, she goes, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, she, she's like, he had kids and um, I, I don't want them to see it. And I go, I got to tell you something. They probably saw it. Yeah. I, go, I go, this thing is like viral, like a lot. He's a the lot. face of the coronavirus. He's, well, he's. <laughs> he's the face. He's the face, he's the face of, of the, the coronavirus. He's the face of the joke of the coronavirus. He is. When when I remember coronavirus. Yeah, you'll be like that. When they teach our grandchildren coronavirus, they're going to show a picture of him. And Probably. Go, Just so you know, this was the text all of you got. Well, she said, you know, she goes, it was. Um, she goes, he was a really, really sweet. I, I, it's his fiance. So his fiance and you talked uh, to his fiance or sister, his fiance. Yeah. His fiance. And she was like, it was, um, she goes, it was really unexpected that he died. He died. Heart attack. It, yeah. In her heart, in her arms at home. Um, in 2016, he died and she goes, uh, a news heart attack. Yeah. There's a GoFundMe that was still active or still up. And I don't think it's working because I tried to, um, I, I posted it and everyone's like, I can't donate. So I, I reached out to her, but, but I'm still giving her all the shirt proceeds. So I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, thousands of dollars. That's great. So um, and then she, I'm sure she could use it in this time. Well, not only that, it's that, um, she goes, you know, he's, um, he's buried on a plot with his fan, like his mother and some, and what, how's that funny? What's the funny part? What? Nothing. I'm just imagining the grave sites and there's just a huge lump. <laughs> Where is this first dick? <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. This mountain is his cock. 
I couldn't help think about it. I have to talk to her later, man. Don't show her this. I'm, I'm look. I'm not. You can't help. I understand he's also a person, but he's bigger than a person right now. He's a well, fucking face of like. He's a text everyone's gotten. You're not getting it, dude. What am I not getting? There's a separate casket for his cock. <laughs> I have a little baby casket. And to bury him on his side because they were afraid that it would fucking unearth. Like fucking Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, it's a big cock. It's horrible that he's passed. It's 2016 has been a while. But here's here's the thing. On the family plot, everyone has a tombstone but him. And oh. they haven't been able to... To buy to pay for it, so hopefully this money will pay for it. That's it. What? What is that going to be on the tombstone? It's going to be <laughs> good. What? I'm I'm not just making jokes. I know. What? Did, when did you become the joke police? I'm not the joke police. <laughs> Make all the jokes you want. Mm, it was about horoscopes. You'd be giggling. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always different though when you talk to someone. When you talk to someone, yeah. I haven't talked to her, and I haven't talked to this photographer, so I have no attachment. Just like anyone watching, you're like, eh, whatever. But uh, I imagine like, if I it, talked to her, I would It's like be... how meeting porn stars ruins everything for you, you know? Mm. Yeah, I go yeah. like, oh, you're a person, and you have a life. You know, you're not this, like, Oh, you're not object. as big as I thought you were. The, um, so, so how, like, uh, she should be getting tons of fucking money, because... Well, I think her thing shirts? is... Yeah, but none, I don't think any of them are going to send it to her, so... That kind of sucks. Yeah. And how many kids he got? I don't know. She goes, it was unexpected. And also, he wasn't a regular model that did that for a living. He, she's like, he did that during a really dark time in his life where Jesus. he was going to lose his house. So he did it to make that money. really takes the fun out of this. Yeah, I know. Well, I guess maybe you shouldn't have called. Hey, guys, this is Two Bears, One Cave. I hope you're having a good time. My buddy, Tommy no. Bummer. No, no, no. No, but here's the thing I wanted to tell you. If you want to, if you can, you get that shirt, um, all the profit will go. So, yeah, guys, go Tom. to Tom's. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Also, people have asked me a lot. Did she know his dick was that big? You probably didn't I'm bring that up. I didn't say, did you, <laughs> did you ever notice how big his dick was? I mean, that had to be something. That is such a massive. That's got to get in your way. Yeah, it's a problem. It it's got to be a fucking, like, no bike rides gets caught in the chain. Well, she said that th that's what she goes, that's why he got into powerlifting, was that he was struggling to walk around with that thing, so he was lifting weights. He <laughs> he's a he's a in-shape looking dude. Like, he's, he's a, a good looking. He's a big, big dude. Yeah. Big, loud, strong dude. Um, what a fucking cock. How big is it? Can you pull it up there so we can just see it real quick? How big was, did she, she didn't say how tall he was? Mm -mm. No, we didn't get Do into Do you think he was a tall man? He looks like he was about. Six three, six four. We didn't get into stats, you know. There we go. But let's see his dick. Look at this. Look, just look at him. Yeah. What do his tattoos say? I got a big dick. <laughs> do you think this forearm's big? Yeah. Hey, did you hear the? Did you hear the uh, the black guys on the stoop in Brooklyn fighting with the cops? Recently? Oh. No. The cops, it was just them talking shit. And then the automatic go-to is take that badge off and we'll see what happens. Yeah. And they're like, take that badge off. And the cop's like, fuck you, motherfucker. And they're like, no, fuck you. Take your badge off, bitch. And the cops are walking away. And this Asian cop just comes in and goes, hey, guys, calm down. They're like, take a walk, Jackie Chan. 
<laughs> and Jackie Chan was trending yesterday because of this. Because of that? Because of this. It was. It was. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, never mind. Don't. You're the slowest person to bring stuff up, Nadav. How yeah. long does it take you to no, jerk it's, off? It's, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Like he like, literally goes, uh, "Bad news bears." Did you talk about the bad news bears? Yeah. No. Next yeah. week he'll be like, "Do you want to see the Brooklyn thing?" <clears throat> yeah. Um. Was that Patton? Yeah, that was. What was that? That's his dick. Jesus Christ! I bet Patton's got a hog. You think so? I bet. Why? I bet he'd be a fun guy to be quarantined with. If you had to be quarantined with one celebrity, who would it be with? Who would you want to be with? I think Patton would keep it fun, and you'd also learn something. Like yeah. He's really smart. He's well read, and he might be even like, "Let's read this book and then talk about it in an hour." Like, who okay. would you not want to be quarantined with? Quarantined with? Quarantined. Have another drink. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to be quarantined. I bet Marin would be a long quarantine. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, the thing is want that... Want to share this avocado? <laughs> okay. He would also get so bothered by you no. so quickly. I would drive Mark In- Marin immediately, up the fucking He would just be wall. like, are you like this all the time, man? Jim Does Jim- it ever stop? He yeah. Would be so enough. Upset. Enough. Okay, Bert? Uh, Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries would be a fun quarantine. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik's just drinking by himself this entire quarantine. He said that? That's what he said on his Twitter that made me so fucking excited. I haven't had... I drank with Joe and smoked with Joe, but I haven't drank all... Qu- what? Am I touching my fucking No, face? you said I haven't had, and then you're like, I drank, I smoked, I did all this stuff <laughs> two days ago. One, that was two days ago, but whatever. It doesn't count. I drank all day, though. You did? Oh, yeah. I drank all day. Drank with Joe, and I was like, I'm going to keep it on pace. But yeah, I drank all day. What are you drinking there? Water. Oh. I'm, I'm, a, I'm on amoxicillin. You are? Yeah. I'm a fucking hardcore dude. That my, uh, we were talking about this earlier. You want to talk about scary? You know I've had a problem with my teeth my whole fucking life, dude. <laughs> I want to hear. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna change the subject on you. Okay. Put a pin in this. Let's talk right about this because we were just talking about merch and I just got my train of thought back. The hats are in route right now. So everybody asked about the the two, two bears, bears one hats. cave. Yes, yes. So they're not. They're being shipped right now. So they'll be up. Probably. These are a limited Maybe, run. A oh, limited run. This is it. Maybe it'll be in the store by the time this airs. Um, but just so you know. Can you can people order them? You should put them up on the website now. They'll be on the website. And oh, they are sized point. hats. They're sized hats. Yeah, fitted hats. So these are a sized limited runs. So like if you, size seven through, I think, everything through eight, you know? Yeah, so if you're size eight, fucking jump on that shit now. I've yeah. got my two. Yeah. I love that hat. I wear it everywhere. I know. And everyone's always like, what a badass hat. Yeah, and I was dope. like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's dope. It's dope. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like 
when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, uh, back to what you were saying. So, you, oh, your teeth. So <coughs> you've always, like you said that, here's the thing. Uh, I was busting your balls about your chiclets, and then you uh, you were like, "Oh, I've had I didn't I didn't know you had any dental issues." Mm. Then you started to tell us your dental history, but then on top of all your crazy dental history, I, was, I asked you like, "Oh, well, when was the last time you went?" And you're like, "I don't know, ten years ago nine, or something." Nine, it was been nine years. It was nine years last. And time And then I went. what prompted you to finally go now? So I was with you guys last week. Or was when I did this with you guys? I saw I'm having. Some oh, issues, that's remember? right. Remember? Yeah. And I said, I, and oh, you're chewing on the other side of your mouth. I'm, chewing, I'm only chewing on one side of my mouth. This side was like in so much pain. And I said to Leanne, I was like, can you look in my mouth and tell me if something's going on? I love my wife. But there's something about her. She doesn't have the preeningness about her. Like the part where you go, hey, I got like something on my back. Can you take a look at it? And she goes, oh, hold on. Let me get my glasses. Let me get it. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm going to pop this. That's not Leanne. Yeah. <clears throat> she doesn't do that at all. And and so with my tooth, she was like, she's like, I don't know. I can't see it. I can't see it. That's not, I, by the way, it sounds exactly like my wife. Yeah. And it makes me so mad. I'm like, I'm like, well, take a second, slow down, find a way to see it. Yeah. Because it's hurting me really bad and I would love to know what's going on. Just trim my fucking neck. Or shave my fucking asshole. Yeah. And so that was I uh, she she won't do anything like that like she won't cut my toenails like anything she'll cut the girl's toenails and i'll go hey do mine and she's like no you do yours and i go well no you're already cutting toenails like yeah, just do it yeah it's fun to have someone cut your toenails she's like no you do them. i'm not cutting your toenails and it's almost like a like a subservient thing yeah where i go hey uh like like i have uh, and then you go like do you like the house you fucking live in right oh if by the way like your life going on with her uh, yeah. like one time she was like I'm having a pain in my belly button. This is, a lot, this is right when we moved into the, the house we're in now. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, something's going on with my belly. It's like, it hurts. So I go in, and there was like this chunk of dried skin dirt. And I like got tweezers and pulled. I put my glasses oh on. My God. I got a flashlight. I'm throw up. Dude, it was so fucking awesome. Leanne used to have this little hole on her face. She's gotten it removed. And then there's now a scar. Dude, if you look at an older picture of Leanne, she had a legit dilated pore a hole on her face a hole right here what happened zoom in see how close you can zoom in on her face it's on her it's on it's it's on her left side or her left yeah that side that side zoom in she used to have this hole in her face and i fucking loved it i loved it more than anything because she used to let me clean it out hmm. when we were dating not now. Clean it out. Yeah, because it would get it would get filled up with makeup and like dirt. I'm gonna fucking puke. It was man. so awesome. 
And so she she had had like a pimple when she was a kid, and she went to pop it. You see that hole right there? No. You see that hole? Zoom in, Nadav, with the fucking zoom in. Do you see that hole right there on her lip? Over there? Yeah. Yeah. She used to have that hole in her lip, and it would fill up with makeup sometimes. God, she looks so much like Isla. It's crazy. I know. It's fucking insane. And I used to love that hole. I mean, it's part of the reason I fell in love with her, because she let me pick at it. And then and then when we got married and got older, anytime i go to look at it, she'd go, Wah! and it would make me laugh, right? I loved that hole. Then she got it removed, because they thought it was cancer, and then... And they and now she, now she has a scar going down her face. Okay. <clears throat> and so, but my point is, I'm a preener. I love to like pick at shit. Yeah. And she won't do it at all. So I have this thing in my mouth, and I go, Will "You just look at it." She's like, "I can't see anything." And I go, "Try to take a picture." She goes, "I can't." Like she didn't even try. She just goes, "I can't." And then I go, "Georgia Island." And they're like, "No, I'm not doing it. If Mom's not doing it." And then I'm like, "No one will help me. Like I, I, I'm having massive pain." So I go to sleep Sunday night. No, Saturday night, and I, I'm like, I mean, I, I am like blinded. I mean, I can't tell you. I remember watching uh, Cast Away with Tom Hanks. Yeah. And you remember he'd be like, he'd be like, oh, and you'd be like, it's a fucking toothache, dude. Let yeah. go. Holy fuck, man. So you woke up with horrible tooth pain? I mean, to the point where I was like, I was doing every home remedy, swashing with, with salt water, uh, sleeping with onions in my mouth. I, I, <laughs> I, dude, I bit into an onion, and I just slept with a chunk of onion in my cheek. I did. That's everything. a home remedy? I, I, I've never heard it, of it. It would work for a second, and then it would go away. I had onion in my cheek for the whole night. <laughs> you chopped up an onion just put it in your mouth? I had an onion in bed with me with a knife, and I just cut off a sliver and shoved it in my cheek. And, dude, I did everything at two in the morning i am i thought your breath stunk before <laughs> dude it was i mean i was just eating onion like i was eating onion all night because i was like oh. chewing on that side it it was searing i couldn't see out of wait the side. how do you you wake is it you wake up sunday morning then or sunday morning i wake up and it's still bad i get on the treadmill and i'm i'm trying to work out <clears throat> i run four miles and i and i'm like and it's throbbing again and now I'm like, fuck it. I go in and I kind of suck on my tooth, like, like you're trying to get something out of it. And I feel a pop. And I go, ooh. And all of a sudden, all the pressure is released. What I don't know is I've now popped whatever abscess is in that tooth. And it's now draining into my throat. So I'm like now like, oh, okay, here we go. This is better. So I'm like, oh. <clears throat> so... I'm trying to think if this is a drink category or not. Hold on. So, uh, so it, it's it's relieved Sunday and Monday, and then Monday at some point in the day, I guess maybe it, whatever whatever relief I gave it went away, and it started building back up again, and it started building up in a horrible way, and then cut to Tuesday, I am in like blinding pain again. I go to the dentist, and the dent. By the way, all dentists. Can't, why can't dentists just, every dentist is like, I fucking told you so. Like, why can't they just be like, wow, this sucks. Like, I see him and he's like nine years. And I'm like, eh, no, like, I get it. Let's go. Yeah, let's get there. And he's like, I told you, you know, when you last time you're here, I was like, you got to come every day. I'm like, no, I get that. I fucking get that. I'm like blinded. And, and like, the guy was nice enough to come in on his day off, or not day off, but when in a pandemic. He looks at it and he goes, this is the worst abscess I've ever seen, the worst cavity I've ever seen. And you have decay on another tooth. Like, this is bad. Like, I can't do anything about this. 
And then he says, what do you mean? I can't do anything about this. At one point he starts laughing. He goes, I, I can't do anything about it. I can't, do, I can't do, I can't help you. I can't help you. Like almost like excited. He goes, give me $10,000. Thank you. You give me $10,000. I still can't help you. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Like, what do I do? And he's like, you got to go to an endodontist. So I go to this endodontist. Wait, you have to, so you leave this guy. I you leave. To... I'm still in pain. I go home. Still searing pain. I go to yesterday. I go to a guy and this guy was a fuck. What, what is an endodontist? Endodontist deals specifically in root work. I think I'm not certain. Pull up the word endodontist. It'll oh. say exactly, but it's give him 15 minutes. Yeah. Hold on. It's, it's basically, uh, just for root canals. So like he spec specifies what do endodontists do? Dentists specialize in saving teeth. Shouldn't all dentists specialize in saving teeth? Uh, and very complex root canal yeah. procedure. Okay. So he comes in. Very cool guy. I remember this guy. He, I'd, I'd been to him one other time before, and he was like, get her abscess. And I was like, well, I don't think so. He's like, you definitely do. Did it. Pulled it out. Fine. And then I said, hey, man, I got to fly tonight. He put me on antibiotics. He got, I go, I got to fly tonight. And he was like, oh, cool. Here's a prescription for Xanax. And I was like, oh, thanks. I didn't check the milligrams. I took one. It was a two milligram Xanax on the flight. I woke up on the plane when they were cleaning it. I was like, oh. <laughs> two milligrams? He gave me a two. To put that in perspective, if I take a milligram, I take a quarter of a milligram. Dude. I take a quarter of one milligram. Do you have any left? <laughs> they were awesome. I ate them all up so quickly. I broke them in half and took one milligrams of Xanax. So, um. So, so I dress this guy. <laughs> so I go to the guy. He goes, looks at me and he goes, all right, let's take a look. And he's like, wow, this is bad. He's like, we're going to fix you up. We're going to fix you up. He's like, tell me if you have sensitivity to cold. And he shoots just regular tap water on my tooth. And it felt like someone shot me in the head. I was like, Gah! and then he's like, okay, okay. Do you have sensitivity to heat? And then he puts just a warm cloth on my tooth. And I'm like, ah! and he's like, and then he looks and he goes, all right. We're going to need a CAT scan. And I'm like, CAT scan? That's what I said. I was like, CAT scan. And then he does this, Tom. He goes like, huh? Huh? Oh, God. Huh? Oh, dear Lord. And he goes, do the whole fucking mouth. And I'm like, and he goes, my concern is it's everywhere. Now I'm thinking, I'm like, we're going to have to do root canals on all my fucking teeth. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like fucking flipping out. I play a song to try to calm down, and it's Radiohead. You have no one to blame but yourself. And I'm like, fucking Jesus. So I go in and get a CAT scan, and they put me in this thing. Wait, we, do they do it right there? He's got, he goes, yeah. we used to have to send you across the street, but now we got one in the building. So go in, you stand in this thing, you bite down, and it just kind of swivels yeah. around your head yeah. for six minutes. Six. She goes, this is going to take six to seven minutes. Now, I know the machine story is 13 minutes long. So I sit there, and I go, and I'm, I'm panicking, right? I'm panicking because of all the shit going on. The fact that I'm in this tube and it's spinning around my head and I can't move. I, anything about being trapped. So I bite down on the thing. She goes, are you ready? She hits the thing. And I go, when I was 22 years old, I got involved with the rest what? of the What? Here's how it happened. I went to school at Florida State. I wasn't a very good student. I used to think Anne Frank and Helen Keller were good. I, like, I, do, the, I do the machine story. That keeps you calm? I, it's, just, it's just I'm knowing in the, like when I'm on stage that when I get to a certain point, we got seven minutes left. It's a 13-minute story. We got seven minutes left. So all I know is if I get to, and then Igor says, uh, uh, different mafia runs train, different mafia runs the uh, Moscow. I'm like, okay, we're almost there. Dude, I told the whole fucking story. I was in there for 13 fucking minutes of this CAT scan. I told the whole fucking story. I get in, he comes in and he goes, 
Great news. I said, really? Goes, it's a really funny story, man. We were here. Was... <laughs> <laughs> you just rip that off the top of your head? <laughs> he goes, great news. It's one tooth. I went, really? He goes, it's just one tooth. He goes, I was worried for a second. And I was like, you were fucking worried. Oof. And then he d- performed a Rocco Sofredis on my mouth. And <laughs> do the back tooth is a hard Ciao, one. ragazzi. <laughs> At one point, and the problem is, so he gave me so much, he numbed the fuck out of me, and I could still feel it. He gave me three shots in the inside, like in there. He gave me shots all in here, and I could still feel it. But it was a, it was like an hour-long procedure. Maybe less, but Leanne says about an hour. All I know is he, I had a rubber thing over my mouth so that, that was attached to two, so it caught whatever thing, like chick fell out. Ugh. It went into the back of my throat, and I my nose goes numb, right? Because now my nose is numb. My whole face is numb. My nose goes numb, and I can't breathe in it because as I go to breathe, it just closes. So I can't breathe out of this side because I, like, I like nasal stuff because my allergies. So now I am a mouthful of saliva going <gasps> and holding my – I had to hold my breath in and out for a fucking hour. It was the longest. I got done. You know, I'm close to panic, so I'm always, the whole time, I'm like, I should have taken a fucking Xanax. Should have taken a fucking Xanax. I get done, and he's like, man, that was fucking scary. We got it. And I was like, oh, thank so, God. And, and like, at the end of all this, it's just you had one bad tooth? One bad tooth. I have another tooth that has decay, but that he's like, we're not worrying about that right now. He's like, that's the least of our concerns. So is the tooth that was bad that's out completely? No. Like, hmm. What? It's still in. He's put a temporary filling in it. And then in four weeks or when this virus goes away, I'm going to come in. He packed it full of medicine. He's going to pull out the medicine, fill it, and then I have to get a crown on it. But the problem is I grind my teeth, and so I don't have enough tooth there versus gum to put a crown. So they're going to have to readjust all my gum lines in the back of my jaws and crown all my back teeth. So they are going to cut off my gums. Dude, this is going to be a... Remember when I was like, I don't want to deal with the dentist? Yeah. Because I knew this was happening. Right. I knew this was coming down the pipe. My dad goes, just get him to pull your teeth. Pull all your fucking teeth, put implants in. It's so much easier. I think he's right. I, I, I it may. Dude, do it. I, you, I should have just had him pull the tooth yesterday. I wouldn't have to fucking deal with this No, shit. but why don't you just go in and be like, hey, I just want veneers. Just take everything out. Oh, no, no, no. That's not how that works. It's, no? They have to... They pull the tooth, and then they have to wait till it heals. Then they put implants in, and then they screw it into the implant. I mean, it's like it's a fucking nightmare, dude. You need to get rid of your teeth. I, I see. Yesterday, you start saying things when you get to a place of like desperation. You start saying things like, "Maybe I'll die before I have to deal with this." Like, yeah. maybe, like maybe, like I go, maybe if I just got rid of all my teeth, get rid of all my teeth, right, Leanne? And Leanne's like, "No." Wait, what does she think? Uh, fucking Leanne gets well. Far. She goes. All I can say is, thank you, God, I have great teeth. And I went, what about? Yeah, what about me going through all the drama? And she's like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that shit. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, th- yeah, thank God. thanks, God, she has great teeth. What about the hole in her fucking face? <laughs> me and we, we were fighting yesterday. You were? About yeah. what? I don't even know. Like, it was just like, well, I, you know, we lost the chicken. And so that was a What big, happened? Ooh, coyote got into our backyard and ripped our chicken's head off. Just one? Just one. She was laying an egg. And the coyote stuck her head in a little nesting box, ripped the fucking chicken's head off, and took off. And I, the dogs heard it. The dogs went like knew something was going on, but it was Isla's chicken. And Isla was fucking devastated. And you guys fought about this? No. 
We took it to the new house that we will now are now postponing everything on. That we just own an old house for the next year. You have two houses right now. Yeah, we have two houses, but one you is filled with asbestos. You can go enjoy the backyard. So we took it to the new house, dug a hole, and then put Isla's chicken in. Said some kind words about Charlotte, and then argued on why Dad dug the hole that way. Oh, why you dig it like that? Why would I, why would you put? Why would you dig it and not put all the dirt in one pile? Because I guess I dug it and like put dirt in different places mm-hmm. and then had to gather that dirt to fill the hole. And so I just was, why would you do it that way? And I said, I don't, I don't know. She goes, no, I mean, like wh- normally when people dig a hole, they put the dirt in one pile. I go, yeah, I understand that. I didn't do that way. She goes, I know, but now it's going to be harder. I go, yeah, I'm, I'm well aware of that. And we're, ba- and Isla's crying and we're burying a chicken. And I'm like, I know, but I dug the hole. So like, let me just, and she's like, I'm just saying. I go, no, I know exactly what you're fucking saying. And then, yeah. and then th- there's a fight about, just it, like there's just little things about like I really I honestly am like I'm very money conscious right now about all of this fucking like I'm very just cognizant of money for the first time in my life I'm like don't let's just fucking hunker the fuck down yeah like and and uh and she's just like you know well what are we gonna do with this house and so it's just like dude I'll tell you right now I've never felt it's you know you hear people have financial problems during yeah. this it, it, it's it's across the board like everyone's dealing with shit and it yeah. may not be as extreme to some people or as bad for some people, but everyone's fucking dealing with it. Of course. And it's, and it's amazing. I've never really dealt with financial issues with Leanne just because I've been tapped the fuck out my entire career. But the first time man talking about money makes a relationship fucking complicated. It's that is like the number one thing that people argue about in relationships. I can't imagine. I remember talking to Adam Carolla one time and I said, when you lost your job, at Clear Channel, and you went home. How did you explain it to your wife? And it was like it was almost like um, is a bad example. But when you connect with someone on someone level, someone's level, like you ever had a bad flight and someone's had a really bad flight, and they're like, "Oh, dude," and yeah. then all of a sudden you connect. Yes. Adam Crowley, just the look he goes, "Oh yeah," <laughs> I said, "Really?" And he goes, "I went home and I said to my wife, how much do you think we spend a month?'" And she gave me her number, and then I said, "Let me tell you the real number." And he told, he goes, I told her the real number. She said, no way. And he goes, and I've lost my job. Do you know what that means? And she goes, no. And he goes, we need to make it the number you initially thought it was. And it was like, but like everyone deals with that on so many fucking levels that you go, fuck, like everyone in this country is dealing with that. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only comfort in it is that, you know, everyone's dealing with it. That's the only because it's not. It's usually it's like you know so and so lost his job and you're like well that sucks for. So for when him. I got fired from Travel Channel, I remember feeling like a loser going to drop off George and, and going like I got fired. Everyone knows I got fired, right? Mm-hmm. Go and drop off the girls and you're like it's me that is not doing well. But didn't they not fire you? I thought that like you didn't want to. Oh no, I told her I, what I wanted to do and she said yeah that's not what we're looking for. You're no longer working for the company. I was like, yeah, but but I but I definitely she definitely called me and said we are no longer. I would tell you the street I was on when I got the call, and I can tell you how I pandered and was like, okay, I mean, you know, listen, I mean, I have a lot of really great ideas. I was still gonna pitch them, but I'd love to pitch them to you. She's like, oh, fucking the worst, dude. Getting fired sucks more than anything than anything. It is the worst fucking feeling in the world. I got fired once. I was working for a shopping cart manufacturer in uh, in college, 
and I was working for the marketing division for a retarded person, okay? <laughs> Wait, you're gonna knock the fucking set over! <laughs> I, I know that you, there's a fucking hot button topic with you, but la oh. <laughs> hold on. Oh, well, last night, last night we watched a show. Last night we watched a show. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Last night we watched a show. Uh, a funny dancing. <laughs> it's comics. It's comics dancing. Do you know where this is going? No, I just can't stop thinking about you falling. <laughs> Uh, that was great. We watched a show, Funny Dancing. It's we're comics. Yamanika Sanders and Jeremiah Watkins and then some people I didn't really know. Uh, Justin Martindale's a judge. Uh, I don't know the other people, but I knew Justin Martindale. I knew the other two people. Where is it? What is the show on? It's on E. And it's called like Funny Dancing. And it's comics learning dance routines and then dancing against each other. I wonder where they got the idea. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking great idea. So... Um, so, so at the end of it, they go, we just want to thank everyone. You know, this is one of our projects. Our main projects is teaching people with Down syndrome to dance. And I just hear one of the people in my family go, oh, that's a show I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that would be fucking, but yeah, keep going, keep going. I'm fucking. Well, it was some fucking small town bullshit. And this idiot fuck was <laughs> like the marketing person who had she had zero ideas zero instruction zero initiative like <laughs> like i would be like hey so all right you know, i'm in college i have to show up wearing like a tie and then she's like um we're gonna i'm gonna mail out these mailers and i was like is that it like you're the marketing person at this company and like i would show up and just be completely underwhelmed by like how in the world did they hire you? You bring, I mean, this is like over a course of, you know, months where I'm like, yeah. you literally have brought <laughs> zero ideas. Yeah. And I'm like the, in, like I'm, I'm a, I'm working part-time, I'm not an intern. I'm, I'm you know, I, I forget the, the, the title, but I'm like, I'm working underneath this person who says nothing every day. You just show up and she's like, did you, uh, can you make sure that these stamps get put on this? I'm like, yeah. Like, what are you doing for marketing though? Like, do you have any marketing ideas? Yeah. She had a marketing degree and they just were like, run the marketing division for our company. <laughs> After a few months, I show up one day and they're like, uh, can you come into this office? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I sit there and, they got, and a guy's like asking me a few <laughs> questions and I was like, 
answering his questions and he's like um i think we're gonna i think we're gonna let you go and i was like for what why and he's like i think you know we were expecting just m more to be done i was like excuse me he's like yeah you know we just you know we had like higher expectations i was like you realize that you hired me told me to work underneath this person who for three months hasn't hasn't suggested one like she runs the division i'm supposed to work for her yeah has zero ideas has told me to mail things like what yeah. what did you expect me to do and they're like i don't know we just you know we hired you we kind of thought it would be different i was like all right man. like didn't really tell me anything other than we thought it would be different i'm like okay man and then i'm like so i guess i'm free to go and they're like oh could you leave at the end of the day and i was like what and they're like, yeah, leave it at the end of the day. And then I did something kind of out of spite. What? Um, I went to the the mailing room, and I mislabeled all the things that were going to be shipped out. So <laughs> I took, like, if this was supposed to go to Arkansas, I put Nebraska on it. If it was supposed to go to Ohio, <laughs> I put New Hampshire. And I mispackaged all of them. Like smart. hundreds of things. It's smart. Yeah. Um, but it was, but also the uh, it was so deflating even though i felt like it was no justification for it to feel it fired it was it was like Oof. yeah it, it it really kicks you in the balls man i got when i got fired from barnes and noble i came back to my apartment everyone knows i got fired in the basement for working out in my underwear uh <laughs> well, technically i think i was really naked but but i'll say underwear just to be safe and um when Dwayne fired me he pulled me in and he was like He's like, uh, he was spending a lot of time in the basement. I was like, yeah, yeah. And by the way, because you week, didn't tell them that you didn't think there was a camera in there. I didn't know there was a camera. And, and so if you took the freight elevator, you had the freight elevator. So no one could come in on you. So if you went to the freight out of the ba basement, you had the whole basement to yourself. Like, so you could just sit there. No one could find you. No one could come get you. No one could call for you. You could just hang out there and then go up. And when you went up, be like, Oh, I've been in the basement. And they're like, we were looking for you. I was like, oh, I just went down. And so now, in all fairness. What Dwayne, city are you in? New York City. Uh, Astro Place. The Astro Place, Barnes & Noble. There was no air conditioning in that bar Barnes & Noble. Ugh. None. And it was the dead of the summer. And I didn't have an air conditioning unit in my apartment. So at night, I would put shirts in the freezer, freeze them soaking wet, and put them on in the middle of the night and go back to sleep. That's how fucking hot it was. It was the hottest I've ever been in my life that I remember ever. So my sister comes up. Ugh. My sister comes up for to visit, and I go into work. And a week before, Dwayne had um, had me come in early on a Saturday for a manager and training meeting. And then at the end, was like, uh, "So you think you want to be a manager?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, "What?" And I was, I was like, "Who the fuck wants to be a manager at a Barnes and Noble?" And he was like. I'm a man too Barnes <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I'm that's good for you, but like that's not what I want to do. And I said, I remember saying to him, I'm a comedian. And he went, No, you're not. You work at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and, and I was like, Ooh. So I I get fired. I go into the office. Dwayne's like, You spend a lot of time in the in the in the basement? And I said, Yeah. And he goes, You know, we have cameras down there. And I was like, I did not know that. And he's like, You're fired. And then I just went, I quit. And he went, Huh? And then I was like, I, I quit anyway. I don't even want, fucking want this job. And then he was like, great. Yeah. And so I walk out. I walk out. 
I go straight back to my sister. It's like it's, it's like ten in the morning. It's like right when I showed up. It was like, and I used to show up late. I remember at one point he goes, "Hey, what time do you think work starts?" I go like tenish, and he goes, "No, no, no, ten. Is it ten? I mean, it starts at 10. And I went, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "Not a lot, a little after. It's 10. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." So, um, <laughs> so I I went back to my house. My sister was just waking up, and I was like, uh, I, I remember walking in, and going, "I got fired." She's like. Why would they fire you? And I was like, I don't know. I was working out. I didn't in the tell basement. her that. And she was like, she was like, well, let's get high and drink, get drunk. And I was like, fucking great. And we got fucking. Wasted. What was your next job after that? Uh, the door at the Boston Comedy Club. Oh, so okay. Where it went straight from that to then my birthday happened. That was the summer. I was probably unemployed for. It was March, April, May, June, July, Jesus. August. No, no, no. I didn't get fired in July. I got fired in like August, September. Uh huh. And I was unemployed. I worked at like, a, I folded sweaters for a little bit, but it wasn't like a job. It was just like extra cash. I do PA stuff. Like I'd be like a PA on a film. Yeah. And, but it wasn't like, it wasn't steady work. It was just whenever we showed up. And then my, and then I got a job working the door at the Boston Comedy Club that, that on November 4th, 2000, when I was 26 years old, 21 years ago. Fuck. I, I also had a job out here at a pizza place on Riverside Drive. I would love to see you oh, at closing time just murdering pizzas. No, I just uh, I was still like skinny. It was because a little after I got here. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't that. I wasn't that bad. But I remember that, you know, you were uh, you show up and um, it was a place where like you you order at the counter and then you you know you pick and you kind of walk down the counter. Do you want like a salad? Do you want a pizza? And yeah. Then, and at the end of the counter, there's the register. <laughs> so so the first I remember I'm working there and I fuck I hate it. But I'm just trying to you know get some money and. The uh, one of the first people like I served, they go. So you just you just served all this pizza, and then you handled cash, and then you just went back and served more pizza. And I was like, yeah. And they go, I mean, you think it's unsanitary? I go, I do, but I just work here. I don't, I don't, I don't. Really. And then the the owner, the owner was like, he goes, oh hey, I heard you answer the phone. Could you uh, could you answer the phone and say I forget the name of the place, but could you say like. Hi, thanks for calling Riverside Pizza. Um, would you like to try this? Blah blah blah. And I was like, no. And he goes, <laughs> no. He goes, that's how I how I have people answer the phone. I go, dude, that's gay as fuck. And, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, interesting choice of words. I'm gay. <laughs> and I go, and I go, well, that's gay as fuck. I go, come on, man. And I go, okay. So I, I answer it like once like that. And I was like, I can't say that. So as yeah. soon as he walks away, I just go like, yeah. <laughs> like I start answering the phone. Like, what do you want? Um, and so I'm working there for a while. And he, uh, and then one day, I mean, I was so miserable. I'm supposed to be in at like 10 or something. Yeah. At like 9.30. I was like, there's no way I'm going in there. So I just call and I go, I'm, I'm stuck on this. I got diverted. I was visiting. I'm... <laughs> And they were like, he's like, what? And I go, I just, I won't be back for a few days. And he's like, okay. And then I won't be back for a few days. Yeah. I was like, I, I I'm going to take some vacation time, boss. He's yeah. like, you don't get vacation time. It was so bad. And then like a week later, I was like, no, I, I definitely need money. So I, I called him. I was like, Hey, uh, so can I come in? He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, you don't work here. I was like, that's because of the flight. And he's like, no, you can't just quit for a week and then come back i go why not and he's like because we can't rely on you oh and i was like all right man so i worked at this sweater place 
Michael Simon, I think was the name. Type, type of Michael Simon sweaters. They were. This will happen in the next. I guarantee you we get the guy from Food Network. Um, oh yeah, this is Michael Simon sweaters. So I worked at this place. This guy Michael Simon had a partner. I forget her name. I wish I knew the name. She was beautiful. And uh, and my roommate, my my roommate worked there as their like one of their sales directors or whatever. She got me a job folding sweaters. So my first day, I get in. And they're like, hey, we're going to have to pivot on the sweater folding. Uh, we've got to send out these mailers. And I go, okay, cool. And they're like, so if you can, and it was like a stack like this. Shove these in these envelopes. Put a stamp. Uh, they're already addressed. Put a stamp on them, and let's get them out. And I was like, okay. So I do a thousand fucking envelopes, right? I go to bed. My mouth is blistered sore from licking envelopes, licking stamps. <laughs> I go out drinking that night. I wake up and I have sores all over my fucking mouth. Like all over my mouth. <laughs> so I call in. <laughs> I call in and I'm like, I don't think I can come in today. And they're like, why not? And I was like, oh, my mouth's on fire. I can't do any more envelopes. <laughs> and Charlotte was the girl's name. She's like, what's her name? Wants you to come in any way you can fold sweaters. I was like, okay. So I come in and they're looking at me like this. Like they're all looking at me like this. And they're like, what's her name would like to talk to you in, in her office? The, the boss. I forget her name. I don't know if you can find it there. She was beautiful. So I go into her office, and she is looking at me almost like she saw a ghost. She goes, how many envelopes did you do yesterday? I said, all of them. She goes, you licked <laughs> 2,000 fucking envelopes? And I said, and stamps. <laughs> she goes, why didn't you just use that little piece of Sponge. sponge next to you. I said, I was using that to wet my mouth. <laughs> she goes, you were taking the sponge and wetting your mouth with it and then licking it? I went, uh-huh. She goes, oh my God. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what to do with you. Like, I, okay, don't do any more stamps, I guess. <laughs> like, I was like, she was like, you're just supposed to touch the stamp to the thing. And I went, really? She's like, yeah. And then dab the envelope on it and then close it. And I went, oh, I didn't know that. And so then I went in and fold stamps. I wrote my one of my first jokes. Fold stamps. Or fold stamps. Fold sweaters. <laughs> Folding sweater is like getting a drunk into a cab. You're like, uh, yeah. yeah, and that was a joke I had. But Are you good at folding? These, I'm horrible at folding. Yeah. I don't fold the way Leanne folds. And Leanne, if one person does the majority of folding, it dictates folding for the entire family. So Leanne folds shirts in three folds. So it's, uh, so if this is a shirt, right? This is the front of the shirt. Leanne takes it, folds the sleeves back. And then goes once, then twice. Does it look good? It looks good, but they're like really tight. But I do it, I just did it once, so it's a bigger fold. But it was once, so it was easier. So now when you do the, you got, now I just fold the ends way. I, I, I can't fold. And I can't fold, I'm not folding my daughter's fucking panties. That's not going to happen. No. If I can pull them out, you're like, whoa, who are wearing these? And the ends like, they're George's. You're like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, and then you pull out Leanne's. You're like, oh, cool. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to help me fold these? Am I supposed to fold them like a fitted sheet? <laughs> yeah, the uh, I don't fold panties. I don't. I don't fold any clothes now because it's all girls. It's all the girls' clothes, so yeah. they just fold their own. And then I love doing. I used to love doing laundry. I used to love. Really? I wasn't like a laundry guy every day, but I was a guy that like, all right, time to do laundry. Yeah. And then I remember one time I was in New York. Do you still do laundry? I've been done. I, you know what's so funny is uh, I don't fit. They make the girls when they design the laundry room 
made it so they could fit and they could do laundry. Like they were just like, it just needs to be this big. So their butts fit in there and they could, when I do it, I'm just bigger than everyone. So mm -hmm. I have to do it sideways. I can't do it the same way they do it. So it's a pain in the fucking ass for me to do laundry. Mm. But I haven't done, and I'm always on the road. Uh, Ron does laundry on our bus. So he does all laundry. Like at the end of every week, he does everyone's laundry. Really? Yeah. And then um, Leanne does laundry at home. I don't ever do laundry. I used to love it. I used to love going to New York on like a Tuesday and being like, all right, I'm doing laundry today. Would it be like, in your building? No, you have to go down around the around the street oh. on Washington, just off Washington Square. There was a great laundry mat, and you just go and you'd fucking write jokes. I remember uh, one of the jokes I wrote. I mean, these aren't good jokes, but this is like early yeah. comedy stuff. Is I did all my laundry and I didn't feel like uh, folding it, so I just put it all on and walked it home. <laughs> that made me giggle so hard. I walked all my laundry home, and then I'm sweating through all of it. And I'm like, this is all horrible. <laughs> You put on like 25 I shirts. put on like fucking 20 shirts and put on jeans and shorts and pants and just put it all on and just walked it home. I thought it was so funny. And it is then, a funny idea. And then, and then I got home and I was sweating my ass off. You're I like, like, I need to wash all this again. again. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Getting on a conversation with a fucking hot chick at a laundromat. Nice. Dude, We I, I, I missed. There's laundry. nothing like being single. And out there in New York City, like on a like on a in a spring day. Oh, dude! I mean, every time I had I was on a streak for a minute when I was single, going to New York. I was like that when when one goes to New York, one has sex. That's because it's almost like it's almost like it was like five trips in a row, and I was like, wow, this is like unlike anywhere else for me. And I would meet people on the fucking street. I would meet. I mean, literally, just like oh hey, like someone passing by, start flirting, talking, and then be like, let's go out. It's crazy how willing, like how like open. I wonder if this with this coronavirus is going to change New York City in the way. Well, many are, of them will be dead. You think? Yeah, for real. I mean, this is a really bad. Like, by the time this comes out, it's a few days from when we're recording it. But goddamn, it is. It's, is New York? They're saying eighty-six percent of New York. It it looks. It looks really scary in New York City right now. God damn it! And you know the ones that are going to get all the rich people fucking left course so they, they're the ones who obviously need to quarantine like the, the most is people leaving the city so that they don't continue spreading well I, that's the thing that's i mean look i don't have if you leave the city i get it i probably would have left the city too i would have left i, 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 I probably would have done the same thing but the problem is you're going to a small town in upstate new york that's got one ventilator and you possibly are the one that's infected bringing it to your town yeah so it, bring it to this new town and spreading it so that's the part of the problem is you should have just hunkered down in your fucking Central Park mansion, yeah, and just been like, I can get through this. I don't know. I it's just it, this whole thing fucking sucks. I hate even talking about it. Like I, I don't like, and I don't know anything about it. Like I don't, I'm not, I don't know anything more than anyone else that's watching CNN. So like, I, it's like I feel stupid, but then I can't help but share the one little thing I learned. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think I will go back to fucking a stranger pretty fucking amazing yeah like someone time, you don't know anything about but the fact that you guys are connecting on a weird fucking like like non i've only done it i've only had sex with a complete like stranger once really once or twice yeah 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 I only that's had, most of the sex i've had for real yeah oh what's it like like walk me through it like give me a, tell me a story tell me a hunting story well this one's interesting this is the Spring, uh, St. Patrick's, St. Patrick's Day, two thousand. So twenty years ago, last week, Jesus. right? I was, uh, I was there with friends. 
I ran the radio. St. Patrick's Day? Huh? In, in, in New York? In New York. Oh, McSorley's so, is the best place to go is, in New York. This is a ridiculous thing that happened. I'm running the radio station. I manage it at school, in college. Okay, okay. So I, I manage the radio station, and I do a show. My friends do a show, other people. And we get, we get word that there's this uh, huge radio music conference happening in New York City. And one of the, like, uh, the communication department chair was like, you know you have this, um, this budget for the radio station for this year. And I was like, no, I was, and I'm thinking like, oh, so like, so I could upgrade like mics or something. And he's like, well, it's, you know, it's like $20,000. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah. So like you, you, you're supposed to spend it before the, the years. He's telling me this in like, you know, I guess February or something. And I'm like, oh, he goes and it, you know, it's up in June. So like you should, you should spend it before then. And I was Holy like, Holy shit. Guys, I was like, so tracksuits. So I go, well, okay. And I'm taking it actually seriously. He goes, he tells me about this conference. And I go, all right. So I go, can I bring people to it? He's like, yeah, how about you bring? So I, I, I go, all right, I'm going to bring these uh, <clears throat> three other guys. They're all like my good friends. And, <laughs> and I tell them, I'm like, all right, look, we have to go. Like, we can go to New York. Your flights are covered. Your hotel's covered. And you'll have some spending money. But like, we have to go to all these things and we have like an itinerary this this, we fly up there we go to the first orientation thing like the settlement and there's i mean there's thousands of people yeah and there's different conference rooms it's all over the city and like the javits center and stuff like stuff i don't know different hotel there's a banquet on there like all right i go all right we're gonna go to i'm gonna go to this one another guy's like i'm gonna go to this one over here all right i'll meet you in a little bit so i take one of the guys and we go to this first like thing supposed to start at 9 a.m at 9.20, it still hasn't started. And I look at him and I go, let's just get the fuck out of here. So <laughs> we leave and <clears throat> we don't go to any other things except for on the last day, Chuck D is giving a speech. And I go, I want to go to that. <laughs> of course. So in between, we just drink. St. Patrick's Day is... Smoking uh, cigarettes back then? Smoking cigarettes, ah! smoking weed. And on, I think on, it was actually St. Patrick's Day, we ended up going to a couple of bars and, and, and there's like, there's four of us. So two of us will split up. So two of us end up in this bar and we're drinking and these two, it's like, it's like a movie. These two like hot chicks just come over and they're like, you guys are cute. And we're like, oh, thanks. Sit on our laps, just start talking, drinking. And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, this is crazy. Um, and I, we're just flirting, having fun. And then they, they're like, do you want to come back to our place? And we're like, what? Uh, yeah. By the way, I'm at the top of the stairs. You know, a lot of bars there have the bathroom down the stairs. Yeah. It's St. Patrick's day. People are spilling drinks everywhere. I slip at the top of the stairs <laughs> all the way down, all the way down the stairs, right? Like 25 stairs. Oh my God. And when I stand, I, I get to the bottom, I pop up and the sting is so hard. I just, I just don't move. I just process the pain. I'm like, fuck. And I, I'm just like holding onto the wall and a guy just walks up to me and he goes, that looks like it hurt. <laughs> and I go, yeah, it did. So we go back, I go back upstairs. They're like, do you want to come back to our place? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And they were like, do you guys live together? They're like, yeah, we're roommates. I'm like, this is like a fucking porn, right? Yeah. So, we get back to their place. They live in like a fucking four bedroom 
massive apartment in Midtown. I'm like, who are these chicks? Yeah. They're fucking like 22. <laughs> and so anyways, uh, we split up. We, we like, cause like I go with the girl I'm with, he goes with the girls he, he's with. And I'm like, all right. So we get back to, I'm back in her room and she just immediately gets naked. What color hair? She had black hair. Oh, black hair. Yeah. And, uh, good, is she in good shape? Yeah. Good tits? Yep. Oh, we start, you know, whatever we do it. It was very, um, I don't know. It was kind of uneventful. It wasn't great. Oh, it wasn't great. And this is the best part. We're done. And it's, I think, I forget whatever is on TV or something. And I, and I start talking about it. And she goes, you don't have to keep talking. And I was like, okay. And she was like, you can just go to bed. And I was like, all right. <laughs> then like, it was like a role reversal, oh you know, where like God. a guy's like, Hey, sweetie, just yeah. Zip yeah. it. Toots. Yeah. So she was like, I just brought you back here for this. Like, I don't want to hear your story. I was oh. like, I was like, holy shit. All right. So, uh, yeah, the next day I wake up and I go into like their, their living room and then I see my friend. He's like, Hey, I go, hey how'd you do? And he, he's like, she just kept blowing me, but she wouldn't fuck me. I was like, I go, what do you mean kept? He was like, we took breaks, but she would go back to do it again. Jesus Christ. He's like, what about you? I go, I fucked her, but she didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. And that was it, man. But then the next time I went there, I hooked up with somebody else. The time after that, I went there, I hooked up with somebody like it was just oh. over and over and it was all strangers. One time it was a friend of, uh, of my sister, my sister's friend. And she's like, I hearing that story. Yeah. And then I fucked my other sister's friend. <laughs> Oh, wait, was that the story I heard? Yeah, because each, each of them were like, you fucked my best friend. And I was like, that's how it goes, you know? <laughs> you shouldn't hang out with my sister. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> and then one of them was like, you would be so mad if I fucked one of your friends. And I was like, go for it. Do whatever, do whatever you can. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't talk to my sister. She's a bad influence. <laughs> one time, I, I tell you that one of my sisters brought a friend home when I was in college. And we were... How many sisters do you have? I have two. One older, one younger. So one I've only of, met the younger. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So uh, we're hang, I'm hanging out at the house. Everyone goes to bed. I'm hanging out with her friend. And we start making out. And then I start. You are horrible. <laughs> I, I go. Hey, uh, you're going to have a slumber party tonight? I go, come into this room, right? And she was like, she goes, no. She goes, I don't want to upset your sister. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like. She loves it. I fuck her. <laughs> And I go, come on. And she was, and she goes, she goes, no, because I don't want her. And it just so happened to be like just the type of night where I was like, I go, all right, like, fine. fine. Right. And I just go to bed. I mean, I could have, I, you feel like I could have been just persistent. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, okay. But I just go, fine. I go to bed. Next day, she leaves. And then, dude, like six months later, my sister's like, oh, guess what? You remember that girl I brought home? I go, yeah. She goes, she uh, hooked up with somebody at school and got pregnant. And she's, she's, and I was like, I kept thinking, I was like, man, that's supposed to be my baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's supposed to be my, that's my baby. That's my baby. But I was like, I kept thinking like that, if I would have hooked up with her and that happened, that would have ruined my life. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like right now. Oh, I think. I think. If, I think. I would have a twenty-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I would have had. I would have a. I thought when I was eighteen, I thought I got someone pregnant. D definitely. Like, she was late, like by a month and a half, and then you fucking throw her down. The and stairs. I was like, push, I pushed it on a hill, and so she. <laughs> uh, 
And that, I, that would have ruined my life. Hardcore, hardcore. Yeah. Uh, but, but I look back and I go, oh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I, 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 I don't know. I wouldn't be a comedian. I had one who I'm like, how did this, how did she just not tell me that she did it? Because I've, I've had that I've, where you go, I think she got an abortion and just didn't tell this, me. This girl, I hooked up with her. I, she tells me, she's like, like, like moments before she just goes, come inside me. And I was like, and then like the next week she goes, oh, I didn't have my period. And I'm like, oh my God. And then, and then it was like, how about like every day I'm checking in. Did you get it today? Yeah. And, that's amazing. Yeah. I thought about it more than like, they did. Oh my God. Like, and she was like, nope, this was six weeks of that where I was like, oh, she's definitely having it. I was like imagining uh, hey, I was call me panic the day attacks. you get yeah. it and be like, hey, heads up, you're good. Dude, and I was like, every day I was like, I mean, why don't you reach up in there see if you can make something happen, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, it was like, dude, I was in a panic. I was vomiting from anxiety. Oh, I've I was been there. Imagining that my whole, I was like, I'm going to go work in a fucking warehouse. And I was, I mean, I was just like dropping out of college. Yeah. Uh, there goes college. all the fun. I guess I got to get rid of my dog. Everything, everything. And then one day, Dude, this was like, I'm telling like six, seven weeks later, she's like, I had my period. I dropped to the ground. It's one of the, I can remember dropping. Oh. I dropped to my knees on the ground. I did. I was like, oh my God. I'm, I, I'm like, this is, it, I, it, it scared me to, to such a degree. I was 20. I thought it would just be completely life over for me. I think one girl liked watching me squirm about it. Like it, like, sure. it gave her control over yeah. me. Cause she would always be like, you know, I haven't got my period yet. And I'd be like, uh, okay. So I'm just letting you know. Yeah. And I'll be like. Oh, great. Fucking that girl was... I'm glad I got her out of my life. Whoa. Did you date her for a while? Do you, do you was, check on your exes? She was the one... She was the one I, I told a story about. I've told a story about her. I won't say her name, but uh, I told her I wanted to do stand-up. It was the morning before the Florida State-Miami game. Yeah. I was laying in bed. I'd gone into Europe, and uh, and I had hung out with the state, my, David Wayne from the state, and I'd been very funny in Europe, and I'd already robbed a train, and I'd... Just thought, this is my path. Like, I'm a funny guy. I think I, I want to do stand-up. Laying in bed, getting ready for the Miami uh, game, knowing I'm about to I start pre-partying. And I said, uh, I rolled over and I said, I want to be a stand-up comedian. And she went, oh, honey, don't ever tell anyone that. And I went, what? She goes, you're not, you're not funny. You're stupid funny. Like, you're dumb funny. Comedians are smart funny, and that's not you. You're like dumb frat boy funny. Like, anyone can be funny like you. Comedians are like really intelligent. You can't be a comedian. Oh, don't ever tell anyone that. And I was like, note to self, I'll never tell anyone that. Huh. And then I laid in bed and I didn't tell anyone. And then I, 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 I've just told this recently to someone, but she seems like a really nice chick. She was, uh, she was a, she was a piece of work. And then uh, and this was your girlfriend for a long time, yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then I dated a girl that uh, everything was possible. I like, I don't mean to slander this girl, but she, she wasn't the most attached to reality. Like Which the, the one who the, first the fo the next one oh the next the one. next one was like you can do anything and so like the Rolling Stone article came out about me and she was like you could be a stand up you're funnier than any of those guys and I was like that's what I was thinking yeah. she's like move to New York and I was like I'm gonna do it and then and then I think she cheated on me too but uh, two oh so uh, yeah, everyone did. cheated on me I, 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 I like I I I think I drove people to cheat cheat on me I think just by talking so much. <laughs> By changing stories, they tell me the story, and I'd be like, oh, "They're anyway. like, you're always touching your nose. You're always telling other stories." I think, I think I you smell your fingers. It's like, ah. I would have cheated on me. I would have cheated on me. I was a really bad boyfriend in college. How so? It's I, I was very self-centered. I was very self-focused. 
I've always been very self-focused or very self-centered. Hmm. Very self-centered in that, like, I don't really, I kind of have blinders on about the world. Like, <laughs> that hasn't changed much. I have a buddy. I have a, like, the fact that I said how many sisters you have, and I've known you for 18 oh. years. I bet if we did a trivia thing, like, how well do you know Tom? So many, like, you know, personality-wise, you know me very well. But, like, all the details, you'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> how many kids do you have? I think four. I don't know. I have a, I have a buddy that I moved, technically kind of moved to L.A. with. He moved out when I moved out. We were, like, best friends in, in college. Like, we were, like, really, like, really close in college. Moved out to L.A. together. Lived in L.A. for a while together. And one night we're on the beach and he says something about his brother. And I go, you have a brother? <laughs> and he goes, that's exactly who you are. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. went, what? And he goes, dude, he goes, I know everything about you. And you just found out I have a brother. You definitely, <laughs> definitely know that I have two sisters. I mean, I know you have, I know you have one who no, lives in Savannah. We've talked about this. I know, but so I, I know, but I, I always just write it off to one. And then you have a younger brother, right? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but you have one I met. She came to my house. I that's remember right. that one. Yes. And then, and then that's the she one. She brought I, it up yesterday because she watched your special and she was like, oh my God, she ooh, loved it. Shout out and, to Johnny Dare. Johnny Dare was like, dude, I don't know. Thanks for getting us Segura. I didn't, I, by the way, I did, definitely didn't do the hookup much I, at all. I don't even know, but he watched your special and he's like, holy fuck, that guy's funny. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, so yeah. John, shout out to Johnny Dare. Well, Jane, my sister was like. That's uh, who I met. She yeah. sells real estate in South Carolina. And that's right. And she, um, she was a. Uh, she she's like, younger. She's younger than me. And she goes, oh, yeah, you brought me to your uh, to Bert's house. She goes, that's like when you liked me. And I was like, what? And she was like, you know, you were nice to me. You liked me. You brought me to your friend. She goes, that was a great time. She goes, I love Bert. I love his family. <laughs> Does she speak Spanish too? Uh, she speaks some. She understands a lot. She, yeah. she, does, she didn't spend as much time abroad as I did. What's your older sister do? She works in like alumni relations for uh, the high, high school we went to. Oh, really? Yeah. She lives, still lives in West Palm? Yeah, married, was married with two kids. You have nephews. I have a nephew and a niece. How old? Uh, my nephew's eight, and my niece is four. She'll be five in June. And your, your sister's the oldest. My oldest, yeah, yeah. You're the middle child. I'm the middle, yeah. I yeah. never knew. I never knew you're the middle child. Yeah, you're the oldest. I'm the oldest. Yeah. How did you know that? Because <laughs> you listen. It goes you, Annie, Cotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it goes uh, Serafina, you, <laughs> and Jane. <laughs> perfect yeah i don't know anything about anyone i don't listen at all the other night <clears throat> i think joe said he had a sister mm -hmm. on the podcast and i was like "Ooh, yeah i was like i should know these things like ari's got a, a brother yeah i didn't know that and he's got a younger sister that i don't know i don't know anything about i don't listen i don't maybe i'm not a good friend because i don't really listen to people like i don't like like i don't really I, I don't know. I guess I pay. I'm I'm in the moment. So like I'm here in the now. I'm not. It'd be interesting about. to watch you act because like acting is all I like. I am not a good actor. I don't know though. Because like it is. The thing is you're supposed to like really listen. You know, like listen and react. The first thing I ever acted in. I can eat ice again. First thing I ever acted in was a play. This is a. Dude, this is absolutely hilarious. Our friend Lex writes a play about four guys who moved to uh, Cape Canaveral to sh throw shuttle launch parties, right? Three guys out of college decide, I'm going to go to Cape Canaveral. We're going to have shuttle launch parties. We're going to be the fucking king of the castle. Everyone's going to come to our shuttle launch parties. Everyone, And then th this is when they stop doing shuttle launches, right? So they live there for four years, never have a shuttle launch. This is the play. 
You went to a shuttle launch party? No, I've never been to a shuttle launch party. I was in fifth grade when they launched shuttles. <clears throat> so this is the play. And then on the day they launched the shuttle, uh, they go to have a shuttle launch party and the shuttle explodes. The play opens the evening the shuttle exploded. The shuttle exploded. The evening the shuttle exploded, the play opens, and it gets destroyed by whatever small critics, like bad taste, how dare you. Like just, this is horrible. So I don't know where this story's going. I saw a shuttle launch. What, what were we saying? What were we talking about before this? Oh, so Leanne comes. Leanne comes. Leanne comes to the play, and I go. Uh, I get out. I get in the car, and I go. So what did you think? She goes. Uh, you don't listen. I went. Excuse me. She goes. You don't listen. And I said. No. I, I said. What did you think about my acting? And she goes. I'm telling you, you don't listen to anybody. You just talk. And I go. Yeah, yeah. That's acting. And she goes. No, acting is listening to people. I go. I'm listening to know when it's my turn to my talk. My turn to talk. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, yeah. that's not acting. You need to listen to people. And I go, well, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I drop her off. I get drunk. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so then that's I, good. <laughs> so then I go to the play the next night and I realize I don't really know what the play is about because I haven't been listening to anyone. I just know when it's my turn to talk and I don't even really know what I'm saying. So I'm just like, Huh, that's interesting. Maybe I'll listen. So then the next night, Leanne comes to the play, and I'm listening to people going like, huh? Like, I'm discovering the play yeah. with the audience. Leanne goes, hey, listen half as much. She goes, you're actually distracting. Yeah. Because you're on the side of the stage going, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the re reviewer came the third night, and they slammed the play, and they're like, the only glimmer of hope is Burt Kreischer. There you go. And I was like, I guess I live and listen enough. Yeah, I listen. Yeah, I'm really bad at listening. Uh. I'm horrible at listening. I'm horrible <sighs> at listening, and, then, and 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 I'm horrible at knowing. Like I've been spending way too much time with the girls. The other day, I started telling them a story, and halfway through, George is like, "I think this is a story meant for your friends, not your daughters." <laughs> and I was like, "Huh?" She was like, "I don't know if this is like something we should be sharing." <laughs> and I was like, "It's a good story. It's a really great story." It's a great fucking story. What, what was it about? It's a great. It's my buddy Eddie fucked his chick, and <laughs> and and she, and he takes her home, right? And he goes back to her place, and there's no pictures of her. Beautiful house, no pictures of her, no pictures of her. And he goes, I go, yeah, right. Automatically, you're engaged as a storyteller. Yeah. You're like, there's no pictures of her, none, not one picture. And then we start going, are we selfish? Because we have because OJ only had pictures of himself up in his house. Yeah, there were none of his kids. And I'm like, and then we start looking at our own houses. Going, not. Guilty. I just wanted to throw that. Keep going. And we're like, does that mean like, like, and Eddie's Cuban. So Eddie's, like Cuban families used to have like one wall was just fucking 4,000 pictures. Yeah. And he's like, no, it should, there should be pictures. You should have pictures of your childhood, of yourself, but your family, not one picture of herself. And so we start really going like, maybe we're narcissists because we don't have pictures of ourselves. So he invites me over to play. She had a great place. I don't, and by the way, this is the other thing that confused us. I think she had money because she lived on Wilshire in those high rises. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck lives in those high rises on yeah. Wilshire? Who buys like an apartment in LA? Like it's just so weird. Yeah. So we're at her place and you fuck her too. No, no, oh. no. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And I'm, I'm going through her pictures and then I'm now I'm fucking buzzed. I go, her friends there and I go, Hey, how come you don't have any pictures of yourself up here? And now Eddie's like, yeah, what's up with that? She goes, I'm all over the place. And we're like, what? She's like, these are all pictures of me. And we're like, huh? I'm like, which one's you? And she's like, right there. And I'm like, the fat chick? And she goes, well, yeah, I, 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 before I had, you know, 
weight lap band surgery. That's what I looked like. And we're like, oh. And then Eddie goes, you had lap band surgery? And she's like, yeah. And I obviously I had all the skin removed. And Eddie's like, you had the skin removed? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh. And this is when George is like, Dad, I don't know if this is a story for us. Like, is this a good story? But like, I don't think we should be hearing it. And I then, love that she's like such an innocent yeah, child. And, and, but then, and, and then I was like, whoa. And so then Eddie and I were like blown away that like, and then he was like, and then, and then right around there, there was a movie called the, the, the dove or like, remember when they used to take ugly people and get them to look pretty. Do you remember that show? They take the ugly makeover. People. Yeah. Was that it? Extreme makeover. They take the ugliest people and then make them gorgeous. Oh, the swan, the yeah. swan, the, not the dove, the swan. And Eddie was like, fuck. Cause we used to have a joke, a running joke that. You're getting these ugly people, and then they look beautiful. But when they have kids, you're gonna have ugly fucking kids with them because they are initially ugly people. This is a really sweet story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by the way, George is now going, Dad, enough. Like, yeah, yeah. Wrap it up. I get yeah, it, Dad. Yeah. She was she had lap band surgery. Is that yeah. the point of your story? And she's she's actually at heart, she's ugly. We yeah. get it. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, she's like, Dad, you can't say fat check. And I was like, I'm just I'm cutting the corner so you know the fucking story. Yeah. yeah. She's like, Dad, but I, I think these are stories you tell Tom or someone that that maybe you don't tell your daughters. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I only have you guys to talk to. I get to talk to Tom once a week. <laughs> All right. We gotta, we gotta go. Um, please go to Netflix. Watch Ball Hog. Watch Hey Big Boy. Watch the back. Tell your friends. That's the most important po part. Sp yeah. Spread the word. Please Just send a text to your buddies. Please post about it if you can on social media. Uh, thanks for watching. Don't forget the wash your hands shirt. It'll all go to that family, the big cock guy. And uh, I apologize if I seemed one hundred percent insensitive today. I think I was on a I was on a tear. It's all good. It's all good. We love you guys. Love you, buddy. See you guys. Bye bye. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call two bears one cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology, dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call two bears, one cave.